You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 app. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watch workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run back to things like <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. The Martin Houston Show also been viewed on social media outlets at the Martin Houston Show fan page as well as uh, YouTube, Martin Houston Live and XSO Sports. It's a beautiful Thursday morning. We're live, local, and ready to get things rolling right here on your home for Alabama Sports Tide 100.9. It's the Sound Alabama Sports, your show, your team. Let's get things rolling. I want to invite you to get in on the conversation at 205 342 more time. We've got a great show lined up for you. We'll have Hank South 247 Sports kicking off the second half uh, as we roll into the, the third quarter of today's show. To kick things off in the first quarter, we'll be talking a little true-false, uh, and we also look at key matchups as we move throughout the morning. We started, it, started that conversation a little bit yesterday, looking at the defense of, as a whole, uh, and we may dig a little deeper into that. We'll have Aiden uh, and bring him in on that conversation as well. Remember this, that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. So uh, you are the difference maker, so be different. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you? Oh, man. Hey, bless. It's another day, uh, another dollar, another opportunity to talk Alabama sports as Alabama's heading toward a big showdown with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, you know, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Arkansas and Alabama yesterday, mostly Arkansas's offense versus our defense. Uh, and we, did a little bit of everything yesterday because it was a wild card Wednesday. Uh, talked about several different uh, subjects and um, part of it was about coaching and we ended the show talking about 
Arkansas, I mean, uh, maybe the Tennessee, Kentucky uh, conversation. But, you know, we got, we're playing against a, a guy who has come in and took a program um, that was absolutely irrelevant uh, in prior years before he got there to make them at least a, a team and a game that you better make sure you have your A game against the Arkansas Razorbacks or you'll walk out of there with the with the loss and that and that's Sam Pittman. Um I don't know how much you know about Sam Pittman before coming here, but he was like he was like that backbone of the Georgia recruiting world. And I think was this his third year or fourth year? Third year? Um uh, at Arkansas huh? It's his third year? I think it's his third year uh there. And so uh, when you think about it, uh, I'm, it's going to be interesting to watch because he's now getting some some of those. He can really evaluate offensive linemen. I mean, that, that was his specialty. Uh, and Georgia still has really good offensive linemen. It's going to be interesting, X, to see if, if Georgia takes a hit in the recruiting trail in their offensive linemen uh, once you get through – the people who Sam Pittman has evaluated uh, and they're getting close to that now. So, but overall, when you look at Arkansas uh, uh, and Sam Pittman, uh, you have to be impressed with what he's done X. Oh, without a doubt. And when you look at it, 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 his philosophy isn't too much different from what Brett Bilma wanted to do. You know, Brett Bilma coming from Wisconsin where run heavy, big backs, and you look at Arkansas now, that's exactly what they are when you when you have K.J. Jefferson at 245 pounds playing quarterback, Raheem Sanders at almost 230 playing running back. Uh, their backup running back is almost 250. So in, you, you see those big power guys, and that's very similar. And it's very interesting that Bielema just couldn't get it done when that's his same style, but Pittman was coming, able to come in. He's been able to take those guys that actually came in up under like a, like a Traylon Burks and a Trey Knox and some of those guys and made them successful. So it's just his philosophy that's worked and it's blossomed so far. I, I think there's a couple of things. One is I think uh, he was able to get a KJ Jefferson. Uh, I don't know that, that this style works uh, with, the type of quarterbacks that Bielema had at Wisconsin and was able to get at Arkansas. So I think that's part of it. Um, you, I don't, I, I mean, I still think you should have a, a running downhill running element to your game, but I also think you have to either have one and or both of the following. I think you, you've got to have a dual threat quarterback that can, 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 can mix it up, uh, make you have to cover him, um, uh, make you have to cover him in space and take a guy out of the passing game to spy sometimes, or he can hurt you with your his legs, or you have to have a quarterback that can just sling it all over the field and get you out of uh, the 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 run style uh, defense. And so I think. That's KJ Jefferson and what he brings to the table may be the difference. And then the other thing is Sam Pittman seems to be like 
Now, he seemed to be a little rough around the edges. He's an older guy, and this is his first head coaching job, which is unusual um, to to be as good a coach as he is, but never having been a head coach. So I think uh, that combination of him and the way he connects with his players and uh, seems like they have a lot of fun. Um, and I think that that's kind of the combo. That that might be it when you look at it and break it down. He's done a really good job just of uh, – he's a player's coach, and that's one thing I've heard about him since he got the job. That's what people said about him at Georgia and things of that nature. You know, this is actually him coming back to Arkansas because that's where he was before Georgia. So I think it was just a, the right fit, the right personality. And as you said, he got the right guys in to be able to make his system – to make his system success uh, successful, was he with Bielema? Uh, no, I think he was with uh, Paterno. With who? I don't remember when Bielema got there. Who Paterno? Paterno. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's like, a stark difference okay. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. motorcycle <laughs> guy. Uh, yeah, uh, Aiden, any thoughts on what Sam Pittman's been able to do at, at Arkansas as a as a, a coach and philosophy? I mean, what they go nine and two last year? Uh, maybe nine three, something like nine, that. You know, they, they I think they won. I think they won nine games. You know, um, I don't know. I, I, he's a little all shucks for me. Um, I don't know if he's quite. Iron fisted enough to lead that program to the top of a conference like the SEC, but I think he's about as good as Arkansas reasonably could have hoped to get, and I think he's doing a good job with the players he's got. The players really seem to like him. The city of Fayetteville seems to really like him. You know, uh, he's doing a good job, and you know, I don't like let playing me, against him. Let, let me ask you this, uh, X and, and uh, uh, Aiden. Okay, no Nick Saban. Nick Saban is retired. Alabama doesn't hit a home run in their coach. Let's just say Alabama is not the clear dog. Who in the West is any better than Sam Pittman? Uh, Kiffin. He, he, he should have beat Jimbo, right? <laughs> he should have beat Jimbo last week. Kiffin is Kiffin is 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 out there. But the Sam and Kiffin's um, style battle it out for who's going to be the best. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Kiffin's better, but they're so different. I mean, Kiffin's good, but they're different. So yeah. does does Arkansas have enough of the spread dual threat quarterback and the physicality that they may, you know, be able to leap over uh, an old Miss? But you you take him, in, unless LSU gets their ship righted, Arkansas's right with them. Arkansas's with A and M. Arkansas is good or better than Mississippi State. So is Sam Pittman really just sitting back, kind of waiting? He, they're, they're as good as Auburn. Uh, is is he potentially? And I'm not being funny with this. Is he potentially on the track to become? the team that battles for the second or third place in the SEC West, if his trajectory continues? If he's able to come around 
and bring in the next, the successor for uh, KJ Jefferson without any significant drop off, and some of these other guys, these key positions. I definitely think he can be, but it's going to be that second wave of recruiting that determines that. Yeah, Aiden, you have any thoughts? And I'm going to tell you why I think he's going to be able to do that in a second X. Yeah, I don't think anybody else uh, pulls away and differentiates themselves far and beyond enough for it to not at least be competitive for him to be in right. that position. Right. And like I'm saying, I'm not saying they're going to plant Alabama right now, but let me tell you what they got that 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 makes Arkansas interesting, guys. There's nobody else in Arkansas, right? Who who who's gonna? Who's going to pull the top kids from Arkansas that decides to stay home? It's not a lot of kids, but these smaller states with fewer athletes are starting to get better players because there's been more money put down at the high school level and better coaching, right? So yeah. you would assume that Arkansas will be just like every other small state getting a few more four- or five-star potential talent. And Arkansas is the big dog in town, right? Then you Undoubtedly. take uh, – Huh? Undoubtedly, they're the big dog. Yeah, and then you take our big hog. Uh, then you take <laughs> transfer portal. That's new, right? So he's already pulled a couple guys. And think about where Arkansas sits, guys. What what schools could Arkansas pull from that a kid may decide to transfer that may not would have come from California? To Arkansas, Texas, you know, Louisiana, he can, Alabama, yeah, that's right. Oklahoma. He, he, <laughs> start looking where Arkansas is surrounded. All of a sudden, it's not that far. It's a long way from from Miami uh, to to Arkansas, but it's not that far from Alabama to Arkansas. It's not that far from Texas to Arkansas. It's not that far from Oklahoma to Arkansas. It's not that far from Nebraska to Arkansas. It's not that far from Louisiana. Not that far from Mississippi State. You know, it's so he he says, but here's the kicker. Can you say Walmart? Oh. Uh, can you say Tyson? Can you say, I forgot, there's another big trucking company. They have about three or four juggernaut potential NIL suitors, which could make them very, very interesting and attractive if they go down the NIL route with the the, the uh, collective, et cetera. They have, uh, you know, half of the top 10 richest people in the United States all associated with that university. So it, it, it's uh, just some thoughts What's his name there. as well, uh, right? Do I Jerry know? Jones? I, I, that's, that was the other one. That's what I couldn't think of. <laughs> Jerry Jones. So, so, so Arkansas, I mean, like I said, and what happens when you start winning? Everybody wants to put their name on you. Everybody. And now they can put their name on them and get street cred. And if anybody knows anything about the Jerry Jones of the world, they love getting credit. So anyway, I'll come back on the other side. Uh, that was just a little talk about the Arkansas Razorbacks. We can continue that conversation. You're welcome to get in on it. Uh, talk to us about it. You can talk to us. We'll get a little true-false uh, in the next segment uh, as well. And in any key matchups you want to get. And we definitely will talk recruiting with Hank South in the third quarter.
right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks on this Thursday morning. Now, we are seeing congestion on 2059 eastbound near exit 89 at Mercedes. If you see conditions, give me a call. And remember, it's almost the end of the month. That means extra savings for you at Towns of Nissan of Tuscaloosa, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. It begins before we're even born. It's with us until the day we take our last breath. It's the beat that keeps us alive. So when it comes to the matters of the heart, it's best to leave it to those who know how to keep it going for over the high 79 and for the weekend mostly sunny weather continues saturday and sunday highs between 76 and 79 i'm james Spann on the abc 3340 weather center on tide 100.9 it's 53 degrees in tuscaloosa scott smith and southmark design doing business for 17 plus years specializing in graphic design services commercial printing promotional products advertising specialties and so much more basically any and everything you would need to advertise promote and grow your business through strong partnerships strong customer service and creative ideas they'll help you market and grow your business give scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scott is at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com it's time for the martin houston show with the same hard-hitting no-nonsense approach in which he played the game martin will take you inside the locker room down on the field and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis. Man, it's another day, another dollar, another chance to talk Alabama sports, and you do not want to miss it. 205-342-9900. Four, get in on the conversation before it's too late. 205-342-9904. The Alabama One Hotline is open for business. Cam Timson, how many transfers did they seem uh, did they land? Seem like Archie hit 25 or so. I don't know how many they got or anything like that. I know that they got a couple big ones, and one of them being right here, Sam uh Xavier from the Alabama Crimson Tide, Drew Sanders, who very well may be having the breakout uh, season of, of the year, uh, a potential front runner for the Buckets Award with the way he's playing. Yeah, Drew Sanders has been a major factor. And uh, when you look at what he's he's done, uh He's turning into one of these guys that we've seen come from Alabama and transfer, you know, an Alvin Kamara, a a Jalen Hurts that are having success at their next location. And then you look at just some of the other guys Arkansas was able to bring in from Drew Sanders, uh, Jaden Hasselwood from Oklahoma, uh, Jackson, the defensive lineman from LSU. And all three of those guys have made plays time and time again for the Razorbacks this year. So they're they're not only getting a lot of transfers, they're hitting on their transfers that are being able to compete and help the team win. And and that's the key is that they're getting these guys in um, and then getting them into the rotation. And it's a double effect. Uh, That's the thing about a transfer portal is um, Alabama's not as good as they could be if we still had Drew Sanders. I don't care what anybody says, right? 
Um, Drew, Drew Sanders would have made this team better. Uh, and so as long as, as they, they moved him inside, do I X? As long as they moved him inside. Not necessarily. I think that we would be better even if they left him outside. Um, I mean, I, I think that Drew Sanders, uh, Drew Sanders, uh, in my opinion, X, before he got hurt, was playing at, 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 at a higher level than Dallas Turner was when Dallas Turner started playing. Right? Agreed at that point in time. And 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 so you what what makes you think Drew Sanders wouldn't have continued to have gotten better last year had he not got hurt? You see what I'm saying? I, I mean, I, I no, understand. I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I see that we, we we're saying this about Dallas Turner. Drew Sanders was a beast athlete when he came to Alabama. And 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 don't get me wrong, Dallas Turner's playing well. But do not forget Dallas Turner is playing the opposite of Will Anderson, and that makes a huge difference. Drew, Dallas Turner could have came to Alabama. Dallas Turner could have been and would have been, in my opinion, really, really good uh, without a Will Anderson, but his career got a steroid booster shot last year um, with, um, um, with the fact that he played the opposite of um, – Will Anderson. So I'm not but knocking. Doesn't that work for Drew as well? Do what now? Doesn't that work for Drew as well? He's playing opposite of Will Anderson as well. That's what I'm. That's that's my point. X is 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 if if, if he was still here, I don't know that. I don't know that if he doesn't get hurt, I don't know that Dallas is even playing. And my point is, we assume that. That Dallas Turner ended up better than Drew last year because he was a starter. We don't know how much Dal- Drew would have progressed had he continued to play and not got hurt. And we see that you took a guy who played outside linebacker, moved him to inside linebacker, not surrounded by as good of players at Arkansas as these guys are at Alabama, but he's playing at an extremely high, high level, um, you know, in terms of how he's playing. So, so it, it, that's, that's, that's my point is that, that every time you lose a guy like a Drew Sanders now, you're not losing the guys that, that weren't going to be contributors to your team. The depth goes down. The practice we- level, practice intensity goes down. Uh, the the level we have in other words, saving the other day a couple weeks ago. Uh, think about this, X. Not not this week, but last week uh, in preparation for Vanderbilt, they did some one on one, get after it live practice. You see what I'm saying? So having a Drew Sanders come in when you're at the, <laughs> when you got the number ones or twos going against you, it just makes a difference. Well, I got a question for you. We saw what happened with Cameron Latou moving from defense to offense. And we know that we didn't have any tight end depth. Yep. Drew also played tight end in high school. Would he, he may potentially have been, been moved? Is that what you're about to say? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's very possible they could have moved him there. He's that type of he's that type of athlete uh, um, that that he could have definitely. And his, I think his transition may have been even more natural than than Latou's. I don't know how much Latou played at, at tight end in high school, um, but uh, yeah, Drew Sanders is definitely a special player. A hey, c- couple questions, uh, X on um, on uh, just a quick key matchup. What do you see? as a key matchup uh, in this game? I definitely think Drew Sanders is the key matchup for Alabama. It just depends on in coverage. I think we have an edge with our backs. If he's covering Latou, that's a really good one. Um, But he, he blitzes a lot from that inside spot. So the guards and the centers is a very key matchup. Um, I think our cornerbacks against their wide receivers, they have a lot of height. They, they don't have it. Like I said yesterday, they don't have a Traylon Burks, but they got a lot of height and a lot of size at that position as well. And then I look at our inside linebackers versus their running backs and quarterback with the sheer, sheer size that they have at the at those positions. Did it, If I remember last year, they hit quite a few back shoulder throws on us, didn't they? Uh, with with Big Trey last year, uh, yes. because he was so big, uh, it wasn't that he was necessarily running open all the time. Sometimes we had good coverage in phase, as they like to say. But he did a, did a really good job. I, I would say one of my key matchups is going to be just in the trenches, man. I mean, I think that's where Sam Pittman wants to take the game. I think he he feels good about his big hog mollies on both sides of the ball. Uh, but I think especially offensively, he think he can muddy it up uh, against our talented uh, edge rushers and things like that. Uh, one of the things you do, uh, actually, you've heard me say this, is if you are – if you're an 18-wheeler and the other guy's a Corvette, don't chase, right? Um, right. Make, make them – make that Corvette or that – uh, uh, Ferrari, uh, in, in honor of Saban and his new dealership, make that Ferrari come right at you. And what I'm talking about is, is if, if you don't run at angles and things like that, then that can slow down the likes of Will Anderson, who, who I, I had not really thought about it, but he's lost, he lost about 10, 15 pounds or so this year down there in that 230 range. Um, so, uh, but him, Turner and, you know, um, Radwell, all guys who are really, really quick around the edge, but do you take that away by running straight at them? Uh, and so I think that you're going to see Pittman try to come out. Even though he's going to try to get some guys out of the box, I still think he's going to try to run downhill at us uh, and take advantage of that. So we'll continue that conversation on tomorrow uh, about looking at the matchups. We are going to do a little recruiting up next. And then we'll have a couple of true false to end out uh, the fourth quarter. You listen to the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier on top 100.9. Love to invite you to get in on the conversation. We got Hank South 247 Sports Bama Online recruiting up next. You can ask him uh, recruiting questions if you like, or you can post it on chat and let us know what's happening uh, or what you'd like to ask as well. We do it each and every day because of our great sponsors. We want to thank Alabama One. We want to thank Overflow Express Wash, Softmark Design, Taco Casa. And, hey, listen, we'd like to add you 
to our awesome roster of sponsors right here on the Martin Houston Show. Just shoot me an email, martin at martinhouston.org. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks in this Thursday morning. Everything looking pretty good around town. Now, if you do see conditions, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. And remember, it's almost the end of the month. That means extra savings for you at Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Well, Lentil Lift is Sunday, our new sponsor. We appreciate them uh, taking time to be on our show. What is your lentil? It's the load-bearing structure just above the garage door. Over the years, you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn, which we can customize to meet your needs. Or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. We are now joined by Hank South of 247 Sports in Bama Online on the Alabama One uh, Alabama Credit One Hotline. How are you doing this morning, Hank? Do we have Hank with Hank. us? Oh, how's it going? <laughs> uh, hey, man, how you doing? Doing good. Uh, so we, we got a busy week of recruiting in the sense of guys coming here to visit. And that was uh, the two big names in state, Quay Russell and James Smith, coming in town for the Vandy game. What was their experience like here on the capstone? Yeah, I, I think it was a really positive experience for both of them. Um, you know, obviously they, they're very familiar with Alabama. They've, they've been to Tuscaloosa several times, but they hadn't been to a game yet this season. Um 
I've been to Auburn a couple times, uh, but just hadn't been up to Tuscaloosa yet. And um, yeah, you know, I, I think both, I mean, both of them aren't going to give away too much. You know, they're, they're both pretty, uh, pretty quiet. Um, more so James Smith. He doesn't like to say a lot. Koi Rousseau will, will say a little bit more, but um, you know, the, I, I think they had a really good time. Um, they spent time with Curtis Perry, who obviously is from, from Montgomery as well. Um, and, and works or worked out with him, um, you know, in high school. So um, spent time with him, enjoyed the game atmosphere. Um, they left Saturday night, headed home. Uh, but the biggest thing with them is, uh, or, you know, the big news coming out of this visit is they're planning to come back for um, the Mississippi State game, potentially the Texas A&M game, but, but probably not. Uh, but for sure the Mississippi State game. Um, and then they're planning to officially visit uh, both James Smith and Guayversal in December. So at least two more trips to Tuscaloosa. Um, they're going to be announcing together during the early signing period. So, you know, Bama has uh, the chance to, to maybe get them on campus right before um, their announcement um, and, and maybe a couple other times for that Mississippi State game and, and maybe another one. I, I would assume they'd try to get to the Iron Bowl, too, if they can. But, um, but no, I, I think Bama's doing a really good job. I, I think, uh, you know, if, if, if today was signing day, I'd be, it'd be pretty hard-pressed not to pick Bama for both of them. Uh, but again, you know, they're, they're, they've got their visits coming up. Um, you know, Auburn's still involved. We'll see what happens with that coaching situation. If, uh, you know, Harson is there or if they go another direction and whoever they hire, you know, Georgia's still pushing for them real hard. So long way to go. But um, I, I think, you know, Bim is in, in the best spot it could be in right now. All right. And then we have Pat joining us on the Alabama One Hotline. How are you doing this morning, Pat? Good morning, fellas. I had a question this morning, Hank. I know uh, I said I just saw where David Hicks went to Texas ATM, as Drew says. Uh, but my question is: Is uh, David Hobbs out of North Carolina and Damon Wilson again? I'm, I'm stuck on Damon Wilson. I really like his film, and uh, he was right in the middle of the eye of that hurricane. I mean, his place was close to the eye of that hurricane. My heart goes out to him, no matter who he chooses. Uh, but uh, out, of, out of those two. To add to, hopefully, Keon Keeley, who's been going up to Ohio State quite a bit, uh, what do you feel about Damon Wilson and uh, David Hobbs out of the Carolinas? Hey, we're working on getting Hank back right now. We just lost him real quick. Oh, okay, you lost him. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm hope. All right, X, go ahead. X, did you lose X as well? Pat, when uh, I look at the Keon Keeley situation, I think we still have a really good chance for him. And I think that's the most likely between him and Damon Wilson is still going to be him. Uh, Even though he's taken two visits to Ohio State, we haven't heard much about them taking a lead or even really pulling even with Alabama. And one of the big reasons why he decommitted from North North Carolina not North, uh, Notre Dame was because he doesn't want to be that far from home. So I'm not sure how you go from Notre Dame to Ohio State and alleviate that problem. All right. Uh, Hank, uh, Pat, Hank's, uh, back, Hank. I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Did you, did you, Hank, did you hear Pat's question? 
in its entirety. But it's about Keon Keeley. No, no. Pat asked about <laughs> David Hobbs and Damon Wilson. As if, uh, which one out of those two, or do we get both? That uh, to go to go with Keon Keeley and possibly uh, Rushaw out of uh, Montgomery. Yeah, I think Hobbs is. Uh, I think Hobbs is the more likely of the two between him and Damon Wilson. Um, but we'll see. You know, Damon Wilson, similar to to Rusan Smith, he doesn't give away a lot. Um, I know he likes Bama a lot, but I've heard more Ohio State buzz with him. But Hobbs, I, I think, you know, uh, you know, he, he's planning to be back um, for his official visit in a couple weeks for the Mississippi State game. Then uh, he might take another visit. So he's trying to make a decision in uh, November around his mom's birthday. So. You know, Bama gets him on campus in uh, late October, then again maybe in November. Um, I think they could really kind of uh, build a build some momentum, more momentum for him. Uh, Thank and, you, uh, Have a blessed day. All right. Uh, so we're joined by Hank South of Two Four Seven Sports on Bama Online on the Alabama One Hotline. Uh, speaking of Keon Keeley, he just took his second visit to Ohio State. Where's he sitting with Bama and Ohio State as the front runners? Yeah, um, I think, you know, compared to where we were, uh, you know, when he decommitted from Notre Dame, I think it's a little bit closer right now. I think Ohio State has, has made things interesting. Um, had you asked me that, you know, right when he decommitted from Notre Dame, you know, I, you know Bama was, was, I think, the clear favorite. And I think Bama still is the favorite. Uh, but I, like I said, I think Ohio State's made it a little bit interesting and, you know, two visits, we'll, we'll do that. Um, but again, you know, you, you look to next weekend, he's going to be back in Tuscaloosa for his official visit. Um, you know, he's going to see what should be a pretty amazing atmosphere, um, in town with, with A&M coming to, uh, Brian Denny Stadium. So, um, you know, you, you gotta think that might, you know, rekindle anything he, he, uh, you know, he, he might be thinking about, um, with, with Alabama. So, you know, we'll see. I, I still would pick Alabama for him. Uh, but, again, you know, I think Ohio State's made it a lot more interesting. Florida's pushing for him. You know, uh, not not sure how involved they're going to be. But, um, but yeah, you know, I'd still give Bama a slight edge there. And you think seeing, like, the cheetah package for Alabama is one thing that might be able to sway him with the ability to put multiple, not just the normal two, uh, edge rushers out on the field at the yeah. same time? Yeah, I, I think so. I think he's looking a lot about you know, looking, you know, in, into how he's going to be used. I think that's really important to him. Um, you know, he's compared himself to uh, Terrell, uh, Terrell Lewis, uh, Terrell Lewis, sorry, um, who obviously played at Alabama. That was one of his favorite players growing up. So, um, you know, that helps. Uh, I know it impressed Perry Rochelle last weekend when, when they talked about, um, you know, the different packages they were going to run and, and getting all those guys in the field together. So, um, I, it's not going to hurt for sure, you know, if, if they uh, if they put that out there against A and M. All right, and then we're talking about a couple twenty twenty four guys that are making news. Uh, you have Desmond Ricks from IMG was here last weekend, and then I know TJ Banks, another local kid here from Northridge, that has been making the rounds. Uh, where does Alabama sit with those two guys? Yeah, I think um, you know they're they're definitely trending up with uh, with Desmond Ricks. Um, you know, he's been to campus a couple times. Was on campus last weekend um, for the game um, with his family. So um, you know, I, I think there's a long way to go. You know, he's got all the the major programs coming after him. So he's got a lot to kind of sift through. I'm sure 
official visits will play a role for him when he can start taking them next spring and summer. Um, so kind of a wait and see um, with him. But um, I think Bama's done a really good job with him so far. Um, you know, LSU, Miami, Oklahoma, a and they're all recruiting him hard. Um, but, you know, I, I think um, kind of similar to uh, what I said about Roussan, um Smith, uh, you know, I think Bama's in as good of a spot as it can be right now for him. So I you know, just have to, to wait it out and see, see where you're at in, in a year. But um, T.J. Banks, you know, I, I really like Bama's fans with T.J. Banks. Um, you know, he, he's a really talented kid. Obviously, um, Bama, Bama likes him or liked him early. They offered him early um, and uh, have had him back on campus a few times. Um, I think he was on campus for the Utah State game. Um, but, uh, you know, I think you know, he hasn't named a leader or anything, but – I think Bama's going to be, um, you know, hard. I think they're going to be a hard uh, team to overcome for for anybody trying to get TJ Banks um, away from home. I know he was at Tennessee last weekend. Obviously, you know they're 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 playing well. Um, their recruiting is going to to kick up if they if they keep that up. So they're a team to watch with him. Um, Auburn, I know, is a team to watch with him. But I think Bama's um, probably in the best position for him right now. Do you, uh, Hank? Uh, speaking with Hank South Two Four Seven Sports Bama Online Recruiting. Uh, Hank, uh, do you uh, hear them talking about where they're going to play him? Are they are they looking at him as that DB, um, or are they looking at him as an athlete? Um, I think more so DB. I think early on it was more maybe athlete, um, but I think our last conversation. I need to look, go back and look to, to see what we talked about, but I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure it's uh, that that defensive back position. He's really connected with uh, T. Rob a lot. Um, and, you know, I think that's that's where they're projecting him to, to play at. And if these other schools tickle his ear with running the ball, they'll swipe him. I, you know, I don't know if you know I helped coach him and uh, a little bit um, when I was at, at Northridge the last couple of years. I watched him as a freshman come in and just make plays. And, of course, Northridge has a new coach now. Uh, and... Uh, and I'm, I'm not sure how many touches he has, but I think he may be the leading scorer for for the uh, Jaguars this year. But if he's not the leading scorer, he's definitely uh, one of the most potent offensive weapons. So, And I know he loves to, to run the ball. I know he loves playing running back. So it'll be interesting to see, even if they don't mean it, uh, uh, Hank, sometimes these, these guys are smart enough to know the right thing to say to players. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see. Uh, if 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 the Tennessees of the world tell them, hey, you can come here and play DB, and we'll use you some on the offensive side of the ball, or yeah. just go after him as both. So that's why I was asking if there was recruitment as an athlete. Uh, or not. Sure. Yeah, that was a big thing with uh, with Kula McKinstry too, or like seemingly a big thing. You know, kind of towards the end of his before he announced, you know, Auburn was pulling out all the stops and you know saying he can play receiver here, uh, yep. and people thought. I ended Auburn, but he been uh, one out obviously in the end, and he's a star quarterback. So um, looks like that was the the right choice. <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah, and it's interesting. It don't matter if it's necessarily the truth, uh, Hank. <laughs> it's just it's just it's just whether or not they can tickle. That's why I said tickle their ears uh, a, a yeah. little bit. Uh, I think Bama threw in the whole basketball thing. Uh, here to 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 get Kool Aid. Uh, they didn't they didn't offer him wide receiver, but I think they they teased the basketball thing. Uh, and yeah. these coaches been around long enough to know that once you get these guys on campus and they start seeing the opportunity to play at one position versus the other, 
uh, they forget about all that other stuff they were promised to, when, when they start seeing themselves playing at a big time. So uh, I got yes. one more question, then I'll turn it back over to you, X, to close. But, uh, Hank, when you look at um, Alabama, uh, kind of what's next? Uh, any any big news coming from any recruits out there? Are they are they closing on anybody uh, uh, within the next you know couple weeks to month? Yeah, um, I, I think the biggest thing we're watching now is uh, you know there, there's really no decision dates for for major targets set right now, um, at least in the near future. Um, so you know, kind of shifting gears to this Texas A&M weekend, we've been talking about it for months. Really, is like kind of the premier weekend this fall. Um, so that'll be uh, next weekend. Uh, we, we've been, uh, Aggies travel to Tuscaloosa. There's going to be a bunch of official visitors, a um, bunch of unofficial visitors. It's going to be pretty much uh, one of those lists that's just like goes on and on and on and on. Pretty much any network you could think of in the vicinity of Tuscaloosa is, is probably going to be there and then from beyond as well. So um, that'll be kind of the big thing. You know, who knows? You know, decisions can be made based on that weekend. I think kids might get excited and, and announce. But um, as of right now, nobody has anything set to uh, to decide or have a commitment ceremony so a&m weekend's kind of the big one and then that'll roll into uh you know later in the season mississippi state will have some big guys we talk about david hobbs and uh the montgomery guys they'll be back and then obviously the iron ball is always going to be a big recruiting weekend as well but you know before you know it, it'll be the early signing period so plenty uh plenty to track despite uh, you know the class filling up um yeah plenty of visitors you know 2024 will probably will kick up a little bit more um, so yeah, you know, still, still a lot, a lot of buzz around Bama right now. All right, to get ready to close out with Hank South of Two Four Seven Sports and Bama Online. Hank, we got a new basketball commitment from da- Davin Cosby, a four-star shooting guard. What's that? What's that bring? What does he bring to Alabama's basketball team? Yeah, just like you know, his uh, his position title. You know, he, he's a big guard that can shoot. Um, he's an active defender. Brings a lot of energy. Um, Bama likes him a lot. They offered him um, during the summer, um, during the AAU circuit, and they, they really liked him. Started pushing for him then, and and um, you know it was interesting talking to him about his commitment. He said, you know, when he was younger, he wrote down schools he wanted to play for, and Bama was uh, on his list. He didn't tell me all the schools that were on it, but Bama was the only school on his list that ended up offering him in the end um, the schools he wanted to play for. So. Um, you know, he's, he's had a lot of interest in Bama early on, um, committed the other day. And it was kind of, uh, he kind of did it faster than expected. He was waiting, he was going to wait until October or, or November, but, uh, he took that official visit. Um, love where he saw Bama, spent time with Brandon Miller, um, and some of the other freshmen, um, and, and didn't wait any longer. So big time, big time player. Um, I think he's a, he's a kid that, uh, you know, I think his shooting stands out the most, um, in terms of his skill set, but 6'5, 180. A um, lot to like about him. So third commitment in the class joins R.J. Johnson and, uh, and Sam Walters and uh, got some other official visitors in town throughout the month. So definitely uh, working towards a, a pretty strong group come that November signing period for basketball. All right, that's Hank South at 247 Sports and Bama Online. Thank you for joining us every Thursday, Hank. You have a good day. Yes, sir. Thanks, guys. All right, that's Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. Best follow in recruiting at Hank South 247. We'll wrap up this edition of the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier with a little true false 
right here on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Thursday morning, daylight in Florida is revealing catastrophic flooding from Ian's 18 to 20 inches of rainfall in some spots. Ian has been downgraded to a tropical storm, but is still packing 65 mile per hour winds and dropping heavy rainfall. Areas northeast of Orlando are under a flood emergency warning. More than two and a half million people are without power. Perry County's District Attorney Michael Jackson reports multiple people shot in Uniontown last night. He said it happened around 9 p.m. I'm Don Hartley. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. Everybody loves Taco Costa. Everything we do in our store, we prepare in our store. You know, we hand cut all of our tomatoes. We block and shred our own cheese here in the store. So we still have all right we're back and we're ready to do a little two-minute warning powered by empowerment ministries uh, the opportunity you have to be a part of what's going on is simply calling us each and every day at 205-342-9904 or putting your thoughts and comments on chat and we'll work it into the conversation. I want to welcome Peter Byrne, Peter Beans in uh, from, uh, he's actually says live from Mobile now, previously Jacksonville, Florida. Not sure if that's because of the storm or if he's moved to Mobile, but welcome in, Peter. Uh, listen, a couple, couple quick um True, false questions for you. Uh, and Aiden, you can jump in on this as well. We'll do a rapid fire uh, and we can talk more about it and get more detail later. But would um, Jace McClellan be the starter if he had not been injured and it was a head to head with him and Gibbs? I'm going to go true because that was one of the things I talked about a lot that. I thought Jason Roydell would be able to get, have a good opportunity once they got healthy, and we've seen that both of them have been very successful. So I'm going to go with True because it's something I talked about all off season. Aiden, what's your thoughts? Would True. Would Gibbs I mean, have been? Opinion, he's out. Go ahead, Gibbs, and everything but pass catching. Do what now? I said in my I said in my opinion McClellan has outperformed Gibbs and everything but pass catching. And and I think that's just a utilization uh, difference. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Gibbs has more explosion um, in in terms of wiggle. Um, and I think both of them are really good. So this is, once again, one of those first world questions. So, And we'll talk more about as we see them 
this this game will give us even more. But I think Jace gives us more of that what we're going to need when we get to a really good team up the middle uh, on the edge type of guy, not just in space. Um, next uh, is, um, you know, when it comes to we, – we asked yesterday about the blowout, so I won't go back to that. When it comes to a, a, a running QB, if I – true, false, in today's game, is it better to have a running QB with uh, great wide receivers or a great passer with great or average wide receivers? True, false, uh, you, you're better off having a, a running quarterback with average passing uh, and great wide receivers versus having a great passer with average wide receivers. I, th- I think it's true that it's better to have a mobile quarterback with good with great wide receivers than a guy that's just going to stand in the pocket and potentially take sacks when you and you don't have to you don't have to never be a runner you just have to be mobile and be able to get out of sacks and be able to extend plays I think that's definitely a better benefit than just being a statue. Aiden. Yeah, I'm with Xavier here. I mean, you look at Russell Wilson and Bryce Young, they aren't necessarily running quarterbacks, but they're able to move around in the pocket and use their legs to extend plays, and they're going to be the minimum of what you want in mobility in order to have a successful team in today's style of play. And I think that a lot of that has to do also with the fact that I think, uh, in reality, pass rushers are getting better. Uh, You're getting... You're getting more pass rushers up the middle with the Aaron Donald model uh, of uh, defensive linemen as well as you get in the Will Anderson. So you better have a guy <laughs> that that can get away from pressure up the middle as well as off the edge. One last quick question for you guys, and this is just we'll pick up this conversation. Is the Auburn situation uh, right now, you guys are really young, so you may not fully remember this, uh, is the Auburn situation right now any worse than what you, what Alabama was uh, when Nick Saban came to our rescue? No, it's not. Honestly, when you look at, I mean, I'm, I'm a good bit older than Aiden, but I can remember the the end of Dubose through Shula and four coaches in that short period of time before Saban got there, and you're seeing a very similar trajectory. With uh, Auburn, it just depends, can they get a Nick Saban type and will the powers that be let that guy be the guy? Aiden, true or false? And i, I let you go. Uh, I'm going to go with, yeah, it's about the same. Just from what I've heard inside the building from people that know more than me. About the same. Aiden, uh, and you all can rag Xavier for this. Xavier was a Mississippi State fan. So <laughs> that probably tells you all you need to know. Uh, so anyway, hey, that's this is Mark Buser Show Thursday edition. Had great recruiting. Hey, listen, if you want to hear the playback, we do an instant uh, replay of the Martin Houston Show uh, at seven o'clock each and every day. So if you miss some of it, all of it, you can always go to Facebook. But if you want to tune in from start to finish, uh, tune in uh, on the various radio network online and get a replay. Trust in the Lord always. Lean not your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Roll tide out there, everybody. We'll catch you on tomorrow for more Alabama versus Arkansas. Let's celebrate. Come on now.
Thank you for listening to the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.